Good morning, everyone. In our practice today, we're moving through the different categories. And we started with the easiest being included ourselves, even if we're not the easiest being to, to send kindness to. And <clears throat> try to develop a, a foundation where we can begin to feel um, the basic practice, what it's like to invite your heart into openness, into warmth, be patient as the heart goes through cycles where it can be open, in times where uh, the heart's quiet, the heart's tired, so that we develop a, an understanding of what it's like to uh, have a heart, uh, to be conscious of our hearts and how they work, and what it's like to patiently uh, invite our hearts to be a little more extended and to explore what that means for us to extend our hearts and then to uh, also learn that hearts can't stay open all the time. And so hearts do get tired, they do need to pull back and regroup. And then what it's like to come out again. <clears throat> so uh, we've, we've now spent many days um, learning even more about how this human heart works and what it's like to cultivate its beautiful qualities, its strengths and what it's like to be patient with that process, but also persistent and the amount of courage it takes to stay here, uh, working this one layer of our being, this emotional layer, this layer of kindness, layer of uh, loyalty, layer of gentleness, and then adding in other flavors of the heart. So adding in compassion and adding in this empathetic joy and all the other things that we uh, probably have been discovering along the way, sense of gratitude, um, fondness, all these different qualities of heart, plus uh, starting to um, get more aware <clears throat> of what it's like, not only when our heart is tired and is sort of closed, but when our heart is troubled, and what it's like to be consciously uh, intimate with the heart when it's angry or when it's frustrated or judgmental, irritated, or it's grieving when it's sad. And so by spending this much time, um, uh, already many days into the retreat, um, all of us are more aware, more attuned to what it's like to have this human heart. And so today, today, there's an invitation to start working with difficult people. And it's, uh, it's something that you, you play with, it's something that you explore, what it's like to bring to heart someone where there's, your heart is struggling, where there's anger, where there's resentment, where there's hurt, where the judgments feel very valid and maybe necessary. And we, do, we think we do need these defenses or even if I try to calm my heart down, it just erupts with so much uh, passion and frustration that if I even start to consider certain beings on the planet, um, what I feel is this rage or this anger. And so we get to explore this consciously. And like everything else in this practice, we start where it's doable. We try to guide our attention to where we can stay conscious because it's not necessarily so helpful to try to heroically go to the most difficult being 
and then find you're exhausted, you're defeated, you doubt the practice, you doubt yourself, you'll doubt you'll ever get there, you're enraged again, you tell all the, the stories of why the world doesn't work. Um, <clears throat> and you can do that, uh, and you'll, you'll stumble into that. Um, it just tends not to be uh, fairly, it's heroic, but not necessarily productive to do that. So we want to start with <clears throat> the easy, difficult people. <laughs> and who are the easy, difficult people? They, you might start with people where you, you, you're sure you love them and you're, you're having a difficulty with them right now. A friend, a friendly relationship, but they're in a cycle where you're frustrated by some of the patterns, these people you live with and whether they do or don't do their dishes or um, neighbors or people in your family, but not the hardest people in your family. It's just, you have these sides. I do love you, but there are these sides that are frustrating. And you visit that and you begin to explore what it's like to, uh, to steady your heart, to deepen the, the love, saying, okay, there are these frustrating parts, but I'm not gonna let the love get eclipsed. And I feel like I, maybe I've been so drawn to the difficulties in the relationship, I've forgotten the underlying beauty of who you are. And you're starting getting the difficulties in proportion. So these are the easy, difficult people that you, you might want to first start drawing your heart to and drawing your heart to stabilizing the, the love or the connection, see if you can regain some perspective. That's on the one hand. And the other is there you can breathe and understand uh, the heart in pain and the heart that's got this struggle, that's got this inflammation, that's got this, uh, this irritation inside with someone. And what, what you'll learn, and this is from the teachings, but it's not a belief system we want you to take on, but as you look into your own heart, what you'll see is that um, anger, it feels very justified but it's often distorting. It feels like clarity, but it often is a funhouse mirror bent way out of shape where you're exaggerating someone's flaws and you're completely eclipsing whole sides of them because the anger won't let you see that. And so it's important that we work on anger and then when anger turns into hatred, that's what this uh, category helps us learn about Anger is one thing, and hatred is another. When we actually start to really lock in a view that this person is worthy of my hatred, this person is so harmed that they, they only get this uh, outrage, and they, and they deserve it. So you have to go into your mind stream and see if you can see through that. Now again, you're more likely to see through it if there is already a sense that you care about this person. So the easy, difficult person will be very instructive. Um, it's like children swimming in the shallow end of the pool where they can touch the bottom if they want, but they're just learning how to swim. But you can touch the bottom, so you can touch the underlying love. And you're exploring what happens when all relationships get conflictual. It's just the nature of intimacy. It's not that the relationship has gone bad, it's the intimacy is, is deep into a place where you're touching on conflict. So one, you'll learn about how your mind has 
probably distorted the story. And if you can recover some love, then you can see the true nature of the conflict. Maybe someone has done something unskillful. Maybe you need to talk to them about it. Maybe this person has a hard time receiving feedback. And so you have to account for that in your relationship. But there you can actually breathe in wisdom and breathe in creativity. Do I need to be more patient? Do I need to be more, um, uh, do I need to talk to them and actually up my communication with them? You can actually breathe in there rather than just having the anger stew in your mind with the distortions. That's one, is just seeing the way that the mind distorts when it's in pain. The other is that <clears throat> it, actually is, is, it actually hurts the heart. The anger and the uh, hatred feel like they're protecting your heart, but you're basically hurting your own brain. You're hurting your own heart. You're hurting your own body to run that and to rehearse the anger it feels like empowerment. And in, in a very short term, there is a type of power that comes in anger and in hatred, a very quick critical defensiveness. Uh, but over a long period of time, it's incredibly toxic to your being. And so th not only are you not seeing things clearly, you're also harming yourself when you uh, cultivate, and when you throw logs in the fire of your own anger or hatred. So uh, this is what you'll see in your own heart. It's sort, of, uh, it's sort of a truth about the human heart. And again, starting with the easy, difficult people. And then once you see through the nature of anger and harm and hurt and uh, possibly forgiveness, getting proportion, perspective back, then you can go to the uh, intermediate, difficult people. And then once you see the themes of it, you can actually start to go, oh, I could see how maybe I would do this with the very difficult people. But you can't, it's not productive to start with the very difficult people right off the bat. So that's, uh, that's sort of the outline of the day. I would visit this and then really take stock that maybe this is something you visit and explore, but you come back and your basic practice is still uh, working with an easier category of being, working with yourself, with friends, spreading it around to 7.2 billion people out there, even though there's 7.3, 7.2 are probably pretty decent. So we're working with uh, larger categories of beings that you um, can easily spend kindness and then pace yourself how much of this work feels right. And some days it really feels juicy and other days it just it's too hard for the heart, it's too reactive, and so it's fine to regroup. And one, one, uh, one last technique to, to offer out, um, when it comes to difficult people, time has shown me, uh, now that I'm uh, 49, I've seen many children born and seen the people they've become. So I've seen the next generation in my family go from newborn babies to be teenagers and people in their 20s now. Um, seen my generation grow up and seen who uh, we've all become. And <clears throat> 
everybody really is doing the be their best. And that's one thing I've learned that I can, I, it's a truth I actually believe in from experience. Everybody is really doing their best and this is what it looks like. Everybody was born an innocent child and every one of, anybody alive today has been held in the arms of their parents and been raised with love and care. You just can't survive into adulthood without some love and care. And so by the time somebody's behaving in the world that feels unconscious or feels harming, that's usually life experiences that's uh, shaped them into the way that they're behaving. And it's usually hard life experiences. And so I use this reflection to soften any type of hardened ground I feel this person is deserving of my judgment or my irritation. That by the time I'm being irritated with them and whatever their behavior is, especially people I don't know so well, so I don't really know their background story. But rather than just painting a caricature of them and then hating them and then trying not to, I, I do this practice where I know everybody was once a very innocent child and they became the person they are today due to the experiences they had. And any time I've ever known anybody's true story, it brings compassion. Compassion is born out of understanding. And so if I'm not having compassion for somebody, that's always a flag for me that I don't have understanding. I think I do. Anger is very, it feels like clarity. Um, but if there's not compassion, I know I don't have understanding. So that might be a tool that you reflect upon if you're finding that you're stuck uh, with somebody and it's hard to actually feel um, anything for them. You might try that exercise, knowing that they were once very innocent and that life experiences have gotten them where they are today. And the same with you. Life experiences have been very impactful on who you've become. So with that, I would invite you to find a body posture that allows your body to be still and at ease as much as is possible in these current circumstances. And breathing in and breathing out, let your breath show you you have a body with legs and torso and arms, chest and back, your neck and your head. living inside a human body. And we start our loving kindness practice with where it's most accessible and that might change day by day and throughout the day. So what's accessible to you now? What way can you find yourself into feeling kindness, friendliness, 
patience? How do you support your heart in opening in that direction? The phrases, the images, the felt sense, relaxation and ease, warmth in the heart, inviting yourself in this direction. May I or you be safe. May I or you be peaceful. Healthy and at ease in the world. Hopefully by now you have a few trusted beings, a few allies that you can connect with your heart, see their good qualities. Feel that friendliness and appreciation and kindness.
And as you're practicing this morning, you can be aware of how your heart is showing up today. Please, again, without judgment, I'm practicing and my heart feels like it opens easily. I practice and already there's some grief. I'm practicing and I can feel some tiredness. That's a kindness of attitude. It keeps the invitations of loving kindness practice gentle and persistent. Approaching practice with kindness. Inviting your heart to open and being respectful of however your heart is actually showing up. invite you to expand the circle of care to include a wider cast of beings that are kind, that you appreciate, whose good qualities you can see, people who are easy to respect, close friends, community members, and opening your loving kindness a little wider to people you don't know that well. See who comes to mind. Someone your heart can connect to and yet you don't know them that well. Someone in the room, someone you imagine from your life. Someone you went to school with a long time ago and never really got to know.
May you be safe and peaceful, healthy and at ease. Now we can guide our heart towards an easy, difficult person, a being in our life that we care about, a friend, community member, family member, where the love is there, but there's currently a challenge, currently an argument, bad feelings, the heart's somewhat troubled. And stay here for only as long as you can keep perspective. If you open to this category and right away, you're drawn into rehearsing the arguments, remembering the pain. And we step back because that's skillful. But if you can walk out a little in this direction, breathing in and breathing out, supporting the heart, feeling into the experience of the difficulties. Wishing them safety. Hopefully with the love that's accessible. Yes, I wish you safety for your own benefit. I wish you peace for your benefit. I wish you health for you. And I wish you ease in the world 
wish you safety. I wish you peace. I wish you health. And I wish you ease. If your mind is a grumpy human mind, you might tag on so that, rah, rah, rah. I wish you safety so you'd stop being so problematic. I wish you peace <laughs> so that you wouldn't be such a jerk. <laughs> I wish you health and I wish you ease so you'd stop being so frustrating. That's what our hearts might do, tag on our frustrations. So if that's happening, like there's that second part, I'm gonna steady myself. Breathe in, breathe out. I sincerely wish you safety for your benefit. I sincerely wish you peace for your benefit. I sincerely wish you health for your benefit. And I sincerely wish you ease for your benefit. You stay with this practice for as long as it feels like you have perspective. If you start to feel tired or it's difficult to sustain, you take a break, you can always come back and you come back to what's easier to connect to, keep your heart open. Recover some balance, some warmth. Take some time to breathe in and breathe out. Any vibrations that came up of irritation, judgment or harshness, return to your allies, your loving kindness allies. Breathe in, breathe out and open the heart. Clean it up if there's been residuals of pain, anger, frustration.
And for the rest of the day, you can play with that. And if you come to certain beings where it's just not the time, doesn't feel right, it gets too complicated, too overwhelming, it's fine to step back, strengthen the heart, strengthen kindness to yourself, your trusted allies, all the beings we don't have, all the beings we don't know that well yet. And be patient, there will come a time when you can walk into these difficult places with more patience and more capacity. It's not something we want to force. And yet when that day comes, it's very healing to be able to wish another being in the middle of an argument safety for them, peace for them, health for them, and ease for them. With a wise perspective. Any questions coming up? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.